Welcome to the If You Build It, Will They Learn podcast, a show dedicated to modern learning and development with your hosts, Daniel Mendoza and Scott Babcock. Hmm, podcast day it is. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm not, not sure what happened there. <clears throat> well, let's try that again. It's podcast day. This is If You Build It, Will They Learn. I'm Scott Babcock. Not sure what happened there, a little frog in my throat, um, but, you know, we're going to have a little fun today. So, Daniel is away. Uh, I don't have anyone to ask how my day is going or how their day is going, um, but uh, he's enjoying a little family time, a little vacation. So, I thought, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on the mics, make a little podcast, uh, and have a little fun, talk to the audience a little bit, all of our listeners. Um, and I've got Sabrina hanging out on the other side, making sure I don't screw anything up, although we've, we've been on a bit of adventure trying to get this podcast started. So, uh, you know what? As, as many of you are probably aware, having listened to the show, I am a bit of a nerd, uh, and I love myself many things that are nerdish, uh, but one of the things I love the most is, is Star Wars, and I, I, I thought, you know what, let's, let's see if we can incorporate a little bit of the lessons learned from Star Wars, and more importantly, one of my favorite characters, uh, and I think uh, probably one of the favorite characters of most that are Star Wars fans, let's see what Yoda is trying to teach us, uh, and probably more Luke in, in the sh- series. Uh, about what we can take away from that and apply back to learning and development. So without further ado, let's find out exactly what L&D needs to learn from Yoda. All right, so uh, the grand Jedi master that is Yoda uh, has taught many things to many people over the his 900 years of existence. And I think, you know, there's I want to cherry pick a few of the, the more maybe poignant uh, lessons that we can learn from Yoda. And I thought we'd apply those today uh, in... We've got six of uh, my favorite quotes that I think apply to, that we can carry over at least to learning and development, and I'm going to make my best case to make them make sense. Uh, so bear with me on this one. Uh, let's start with number one. You must unlearn what you have learned. So uh, this this comes with uh, a lot of what we've talked about in some of our episodes. So we talk about things that we already know as adults, and we think of the learning and development space. We come with a lot of preconceived notions. We come with things we've learned uh, throughout our existence, throughout our education, uh, things that we thought were true and turn out not to be true. Um, we learn new stuff as a society and as a culture. And so a lot of times we have to think about the things that we've done historically throughout our, our careers or our existence or our lifespans. And we have to say to ourselves, you know, maybe we have to question what we think we know so that we can continue to grow and continue to gain more information in the L&D space, I think it's what we're built on. Uh, that's what we do for a living is we, we take individuals who have a certain base of knowledge and we try to help them grow that knowledge. And sometimes that takes uh, confronting things that they maybe have already thought to be true so that we can reform their, their growth and their education and their knowledge. Um, and for ourselves internally, uh, from an L&D perspective, sometimes we would say like the thing we've done forever Maybe we have to try some new stuff uh, and we have to think about things differently uh, as there's new technologies and new information and new studies and new research. Uh, It's always important to constantly question what you know to make sure you are forming the most up-to-date opinion. Our second quote uh, is one of my all-time favorites, probably very recognizable. Uh, This is when Yoda is working with Luke and trying to help him understand the light and the dark sides of the Force uh, and to help him understand uh, the Sith culture, if you will. Uh, And he says, fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering. Now, I realize most of you in your heads heard that in your Yoda voice. And while I did my very 
worst impersonation during our intro. Uh, I'm not going to read all of these in that in that voice as much as I would love to, but at the end of this, I wouldn't be able to talk. So, uh, but simply, this is uh, a lot of times it's fear that stops us from doing things. That's how I want to take this from the L and D perspective. Um, when we think about the things that we're a little nervous about, the things that are sometimes that unknown that we don't know, uh, it keeps us in, I'm going to use the dark side more and maybe the, the term of dark ages, but it keeps us a little bit on the, uh, the less progressive side, if you will, of L and D we stay pretty close to home to our comfort zone. We've talked a lot about uh, another phrase that I love, which is not star Wars based, but, uh, there's no growth in the comfort zone and there's no comfort in the growth zone. A lot of times it's fear that keeps us in that comfort zone and keeps us from kind of taking that next step. And the reality is if you're anything like me, if you're someone who wants to kind of think about what's next and the strategy and, and the, what can we do with what we have, um, when you're stuck in that place of fear or you're stuck in a place of where you're not making progressive movement, you're not trying to be innovative, that actually does lead sometimes to some resentment. It can lead to some frustration, uh, things that might make you angry, as we hear that fear leads to anger. And sometimes that anger leads you to really get frustrated and and maybe dislike what you're doing or feel uh, uncomfortable in the place that you're you're spending your time because you know there's something else you'd like to be doing. And ultimately, that makes you unhappy. And that's, that's where I'm taking the suffering. So uh, my note for the L&D side is... Uh, even though we can be afraid of things, uh, that could be potentially pitching a new idea to your boss. It could be starting new technology that you're unfamiliar with. There's a lot of fear that can can reside in there that can, might hold you back or keep you uh, in a place where you feel more comfortable. Go ahead and push those boundaries. Uh, it's it's when we break through that fear and we find there's some success on the other side uh, that we really find some kind of energy, some passion, some joy around what we do. We get to turn on that light bulb for a lot of our learners that way too, which is always uh, another great experience if you're an instructor, facilitator, or part of the L&D community. Um, so don't be scared of the fear, uh, if you will, and try to break through the light side as you, as you talk through that. All right. Uh, I wanted to save this for the end because I thought it was like the big encore uh, great moment, but it's probably the most recognizable Yoda quote that I can think of uh, in most cases. And very simply, do or do not, there is no try. Uh, we, we tell this to, uh, I, I actually say this to my children, it bothers them tremendously, which I find a great amount of joy in, but uh, they're always like, I'll try to do that, or I'll try to get it done. And the reality is, yes, they're trying. Um, but the reality is the outcome that comes at the end is you either did it or you didn't. And that's okay. That's the thing. You're either going to do something or you're not going to do something. You can try, um, but the result is going to be an outcome that isn't just trying. Uh, we rarely give credit for trying. Um, you're either going to do or you're, you're not going to do it. But the thing is, when we talk about this, we've talked about it in previous episodes, it's the idea of experimentation. It's the idea that it's okay to put forth an effort and come up away, come away with a result and then learn from that. So you can do something and go, oh, that was great. Sometimes you're going to do something and it's not going to work. Sometimes you're going to try to do something, if you will, but the outcome is that you're you're not going to accomplish it. You, you won't be able to. And that, again, is a lesson we can learn and carry forward to figure out how do we move forward? How do we progress? How do we learn from that moment and take it forward? So um, it's a little convoluted. My kids always tell me, but dad, I am trying and I get it. That's the action. But we're really focused on the, the outcome. Uh, and it's either you're going to do it or you're not. And that's okay uh, as long as you treat it as a learning moment. And I think at the L&D space, uh, you have to be willing to take those experiments. Uh, like I said, don't let fear rule you and stay on the dark side. Keep keep doing or not doing, but learn from those moments. 
All right, this is a uh, an interesting one, and it probably is less recognizable, but I think it has a tremendous amount of like value as we think about the way in which um, we frame the way we move forward. So uh, you may remember on uh, on Dagobah, um, Luke is is trying to use the Force to lift the X wing out of the swamp, uh, and at some point he just struggles, like he can't get it up, and he looks at Yoda and he says, "I can't do it." Right. And Yoda looks at him. And if you remember the line, he says to him, and that is why you failed. It's not the fact that uh, it was a struggle or that it was intended to be uh, an easy task, because it clearly wasn't. You're, you're lifting a starship out of a mucky swamp um, using a, a skill that you're just kind of developing. Uh, but it's simply the mentality. And I think this is really important when we talk about what we do for a living and the way that we show up in the L&D space is if we go into it with a notion that this isn't going to work and we do that a lot, Oh, we've done this forever this way. And you know, Oh, we've tried that before and it doesn't work. Um, you're immediately going to put yourself in a position where it's not going to work. That's the reality. Uh, you're already setting yourself up for failure by just immediately assuming that this is a failed expertise uh, or an, sorry, uh, failed adventure or exercise. Um, and so often that negative mindset breeds the result that you say rather than the possibility. Um, and so often when we talk with clients or I've done it, uh, in myself, uh, in my career, we say, oh, we tried that and it didn't work, but we failed to realize that we tried it five years ago, six years ago, 10 years ago. Um, and yeah, we have that recollection that it was a failed enterprise, but technology has changed. Society has shifted. The way we do things is different. Um, and the reality is what failed 10 years ago might be incredibly successful today. I'll give you a real world example of this one, um, which has nothing to do with L&D, but uh, I find amazing uh, how timing matters. Um, Toshiba made a two-in-one flip laptop years ago. Uh, I, oh man, it's got to be a couple decades ago. And it was it was one of the laptops that folded over. So there was the keyboard on one side and, the, and, the, and a screen on the other, and you could write on it. It was, it was essentially a touchscreen. And when I was selling computers, man, this was like, it was super cool in space age. We didn't sell any of them. Like no one would buy them. The reality was people were scared of the hinge. They were scared of uh, the touchscreen being te new technology that was going to fail. Uh, we had a really hard time moving these laptops. And the, everyone just sort of gave up on it from a brand perspective. Sony stopped making them. Asus said Compaq at the time, I think was one of the competitors, HP. Um, and they stopped making them. Fast forward five or six years, and now Lenovo has an entire line called the Yoga that is built on the idea of these tablets that fold over and you can write on them. It turns out the model that was there was just a little too ahead of its time, and some of the, the familiarity and the, the acceptance from the community just wasn't in place yet. And so while it failed the first go around and uh, Toshiba wasn't able to turn it into a thing at the time, uh, give it a, a little bit of time where the, the industry catches up and some of the technology gets a little bit more reliable. And all of a sudden it's, I think most of us would feel real weird if we went and bought a laptop that doesn't have a touch screen or doesn't maybe have that all in one functionality to become a tent or a TP or a full laptop or a tablet all in one kind of device. Um, it's not sort of a norm. Uh, and at least probably half the laptops you go look at are going to have some kind of experience like that. Uh, take it one step further and it becomes the surface, right? So Microsoft's example of just remove the keyboard altogether and just have a tablet when you want it, attach the keyboard when you will, and you've got a laptop. So uh, utilizing that thinking, and I realize that's a bit of a digression on my part, apologies. Um, but the reality is just because it failed the first time or just because you don't think it might work doesn't mean it's not worth testing. You got to get out there. 
give it a positive run, give it a fair shake for its money and see what comes out. Right. Uh, our last quote uh, was really uh, a, a nod towards the next. And this is um, something we talked about quite a bit. And it's the idea that failure isn't a, uh, always a bad thing. So Yoda tells us the greatest teacher failure is. And the reality is, I think it's true. Uh Kids learn to fall uh, well before they truly learn to walk, but that doesn't mean they stop trying. Um, we all attempt things, and rarely are we fully successful on the first go. Um, so if we go back to our do or do not, tr- there is no try. Again, it's the result. Sometimes you're, you're not going to accomplish it, but that doesn't mean we should stop working towards that goal, right? We should continue to keep going. Um, but a lot of times you're learning uh, all of the ways that you can correct your behavior. So, um, uh, when we talk about, uh, it was the light bulb, Thomas Edison said, you know, I didn't, I didn't fail to create a light bulb a hundred times. I, I learned 99 ways to not make a light bulb. I mean, so again, it's, it's learning that the failure isn't just failure. It can actually be a great way to learn and correct and try to master something. Um, but we're often going to test something, pilot something, experiment with something in the LND space, uh, thinking it might work. And Turns out it's not received well. The content doesn't translate well to that format. Um, if I'm looking at sort of the current environment of L&D, the one thing that I think applies to this a tremendous way is uh, virtual reality. Right now in the L&D space, everyone wants virtual reality to work. Um, and I think there's great applications for it. But we have not refined the experience yet. We have not developed a way that is seamless and easy is accessible to all users, uh, is accessible just in, in general in some cases, uh, even when you have the hardware or the, the kind of technology at your, at your disposal. So, um, but that doesn't mean we should stop trying, right? We're going to, every time we attempt, we're going to find a, a, what we did wrong and we're going to correct and try again. And so ultimately, someday we're going to do, and right now we're just doing a lot of do nodding and that's okay. Uh, I think that's a word. Um, but you know, so I like the idea that we, we learn from our mistakes, we learn from our errors, and we learn from our failures so that we can ultimately su- uh, succeed and, and achieve that that positive outcome. All right, my last Yodaism for today, if you will, uh, is I think a huge uh, part of what we talk about consistently on this podcast, and I think the L&D community talks about as well, uh, Yoda looking at uh, some Jedi, uh, many Jedi, I think, at the time was pass on what you have learned. And the reality is that's the most important thing we can do as facilitators, as instructors, as L&D people. But more importantly, the one thing we can encourage our learners to do as well is to pass on what they learn. Uh, we've talked a lot about the the value of the retention that comes with once you go back and do a teach back, you retain more knowledge as a learner uh, by having to kind of recall and then explain or, or reteach some of that to someone else. Um, so, the reality is, as we learn these things through failure, through trial and error, through testing, through pilots, are we taking those and teaching them back to the rest of the L&D community? Are we t- taking them to our peers? And then are we encouraging our learners to go out with the knowledge that we're hopefully giving them uh, so that they're learning more and, and retaining more knowledge? Are we encouraging them and giving them opportunities to go back and teach that out in more of a um, consistent format? Uh a regular format and a positive format, giving them incentives and promotions and recognition for going out and and taking that role of teaching out to their peers, trying to get that message out and expand the, the knowledge that's around us. I don't know about 
about you, but I take some of my greatest uh, learnings from some of the, the goofiest stuff I watch. So uh, hopefully you've enjoyed the journey with me on all the things that Yoda has taught me uh, in the world of L&D. And hopefully some of that resonates with you. Hopefully you've enjoyed nerding out with me just a little bit uh, and, and exploring the world of, uh, of movies and Star Wars and the way that can yeah, maybe come back and I'll pretend at least uh, that uh, it made sense. And yes, Star Wars should all become part of our L&D culture. So uh, that was a good time. Uh, and we want to leave you. Just because I'm going solo today doesn't mean that we don't have a positivity point. Uh, so I want to leave you a little something energetic, a little positive uh, to bring back into your week and try to share some of that positivity back out. Uh, hopefully, as you guys hear our positivity points, it encourages you to think about your own positivity and, and share that out. So um, it's been a weird, weird month. Uh, my kids went back to school at the beginning of August. Uh, and there weren't a lot of days that they actually were in school because they've had some quarantine things for close contact. And ultimately, uh, the schools had to shut down for a week last week. Uh, and so that in and of itself is not a positivity point. I'm not happy about a lot of that. But what it allowed us to do was actually um, rely very heavily on my in-laws um, to help us out. It was, a, it was a busy week at work for me and my wife. Um, and so we traveled to Wisconsin and uh, they helped us out tremendously with the kids um, and kind of keeping them busy, knowing that the, there was no school, no, it wasn't an at-home learning environment or anything like that. So um, that is a daunting week for the kids to try to come up with something to kind of keep keep them uh, focused without popping in and out of mom and dad's offices. And so it was incredibly nice uh, of them to let us bombard their home and uh, especially with a new puppy uh, and uh give us a helping hand and it was tremendously appreciated. Um, so, uh, that to me was, it was great to be able to spend time with them as well, but also just the, the helping hand that they gave us really was a lifesaver last week. So huge thank you to them. That'll do it for us today. I'm Scott Babcock and I'm, I'm just hanging out here by myself, but until next week, may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the If You Build It, Will They Learn podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Join the conversation by emailing us at podcast at haylight.com. Find us on social media at Build It, Learn It, and be sure to check us out on the web at www.haylight.com. That's H-A-L-I-G-H-T dot com.